This is a Queensland Department of Education podcast. World Teachers Day is a day to celebrate and acknowledge the wonderful work of all teachers across our state. I'm Virginia Bowditch from the Department of Education and I'll be talking to some of Queensland's extraordinary teachers about the teaching moments that have inspired them. Today, Catholic education teacher Barbara Dewis from St Teresa's School, Bentley Park, joins me to talk about her teaching moments. Hi Barbara, thanks for talking to me as part of our World Teachers Day series. Thank you for having me, Virginia. I'm so excited. How long have you been a teacher and what inspired you to choose teaching as a career? Well, I've been teaching now for just over 33 years. It was a, an opportunity that I grasped because I had a lot of encouragement from other people that I worked with whilst being a teacher aide. And I thought, well, maybe this is my time to give back to somebody else. How long were you a teacher aide for? I was a teacher aide for one month short of seven years and I learned so much. So it was a natural progression, but I enjoyed the time. Taught me how to deal with students. It helps me now, even today, when I'm teaching. How did you make the transition from teacher aide to teacher? I did my study in um, JCU, James Cook University, when they had the ITEP program, which is the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Education Program. I um, did a bridging course. So I did the six months and then finished with my diploma in three and a half years. But then when I finished that, I set myself a goal to have my Bachelor of Education completed by the year 2000, which I accomplished. So I was excited about that. Congratulations. That's a fantastic goal. Thank you. And I used those experiences to share with my students how I had to discipline myself and develop a good work ethic whilst at uni because I didn't have anybody around to say, you know, you need to get this done. You know, this is coming up. It's due. Have you done it? I impart that kind of wisdom onto my students as well. What is it that you love about your job? I can say many stories, but the most I enjoy are seeing the smiles on the students' faces, as well as the diversity of students that I have in my class. I'm so interested in their culture, their traditions, their backgrounds. I just learned so much from them, as well as them learning from me. Also, the stories that the students share. And I always think that sharing of stories from the students and you sitting there as a teacher to listen to them tells the students, you know, this teacher's listening to me. And as a Torres Strait Islander woman, do you share stories from your culture with your students? Oh, definitely. I always tell my students that they're very lucky to have me <laughs> as their teacher because I can impart that knowledge of my background, my culture, my traditions with them. So we learn from each other, you know. It's not just a case of me just being the teacher. I also can be the student as well because I'm learning from them. Yeah, that's a great way of looking at it. What is it about teaching that makes it so rewarding, do you think? I think seeing the achievements that the students do, you know, because I've always been a teacher that I teach from bottom to top, not top to bottom. If I know that I can engage those students who have those difficulties, then I feel like I've done my job. Even though, you know, inspiring students is always challenging, 
but it always comes back to knowing your students and what they value and what you value when I create lessons for them to make it exciting and to engage them. You can deliver exciting and, and interesting and engaging lessons, but you challenge them. I like to challenge my students in their thinking, but I also enjoy it when they challenge me as well. Are there any memorable moments in your career that have shaped the teacher you are today? Most definitely, and I've always been a big advocate of getting students to read. And I had a student when I first started teaching, had a young boy, he just refused to read, didn't like it at all, didn't matter what I did, just couldn't get him to read. I even brought a bed in (laughs) to the classroom and he just totally disliked it. So I thought, I'll have a chat with one of my colleagues and it was decided that we'd have a look at what's in the library and thankfully it was a very small school at that point where we could go through all the books in the library and we decided to categorize them at different levels and we took the student right back to books that just had no print it was just picture books and we gradually introduced print until he worked his way up to novels and now his mum sees us can't put a book down she tells us that was one of the biggest changing moments for myself to see the importance of reading and how much it can change one person that's a lovely story and it must feel wonderful to see that it does because now I think over the years as a teacher it's made me realize the importance of reading as well as teaching full-time I understand you're also involved in the yarning circle can you talk a little bit about that Yes, the Yarning Circle was introduced to encourage First Nations people who worked in education settings, whether it be school officers or teaching or in administration, to just come in and have an informal chat about, you know, how they're enjoying their work, what's their role in their school. But also during that Yarning Circle, sometimes issues arise that we then pass on to our um fellow union members to say you know are you experiencing the same and then we look at what we can do in the union but it's just an informal setting and then I'm also part of the working group for the RAP and I also as part of the union was the inaugural recipient of the Teresa Nunn First Nations Award. And so what's the RAP that you spoke about? The Reconciliation Action Plan for the Union. And the award that you won, what was that for? That was um, the contribution as a First Nations member to the union. I didn't even know I was nominated for it. You just do these sorts of things. You don't do it, well, I don't personally do anything Mm. for recognition. And what advice would you give students thinking of studying teaching or career changes moving into teaching? I always say to them, Be open to new suggestions. In teaching 33 years, I still learn from those new teachers that come in, new graduates, and we learn from each other. But also be open to ideas and challenges and to get to know their students' background and family life because if you don't know your students, then you don't know how they're going to engage with you or develop a relationship with you in the classroom. But also another piece of advice I always often say, because I do this myself, and it's to reflect on your own practices 
to address the challenges that students these days can bring with them to the classroom. In addition to all of that, the bottom line is never assume. Teaching is a profession that I would never have thought of, but I think what really influenced me to make that next step was be a teacher aide. And how will you or your school be celebrating World Teachers Day this year? We're celebrating it with um, the school officers as well because the support that they give us as teachers will be having a special morning tea. Well, congratulations on a wonderful and rewarding career, Barbara, and happy World Teachers Day. Thank you very much, Virginia. I've so enjoyed this and you've helped me to reflect on why I am teaching. You have been listening to a Queensland Department of Education podcast. The Department of Education acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands from across Queensland. We pay our respects to the elders, past and present, for they hold the memories, the traditions, the culture and hopes of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples.